podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodrick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop in I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me, but in my mind I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are back again to break down the beautiful game. And in all its glory, all the news, there's lots of goals to discuss, lots of incidents, as always. Um, you can watch live every week at exclusively on patreon.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. Uh, and, of course, download via the Sports Social Podcast Network if you prefer your podcast in audio form. And uh, just as we wait for a few latecomers, we'll have a little update from uh, from Will with regards to the, the Super 6 Prediction League that we're raising money for charity again this year. Rodri has finally scored some points and he's, he's caught up nearly. He's one point behind me now. One point, massive gap. But uh, lock your wives away because this week belongs to the Kevin McNaughton. Uh, since last week's update, he's turned 40 years old and managed to top both rounds, coincidentally scoring an impressive 40 points in the process. Happy Super Sex birthday to Super Kev. Uh, as I say, I'm on 36 points. Rodri's on 35. The season starts, but it's going to be good. Uh, Will is not joining us this evening in the chat because he's watching the Jazz Orchestra, as it were. So there we go. But uh, yeah, loads to discuss And uh, Rodri's just disappeared for a minute But he'll be back now um, So as always guys, get your questions and all that good stuff in And uh, we've got lots to discuss We're going to be a cool sharp hour this evening uh, And I'm delighted as always to be joined By uh, ex Salford City FC United winger Mr Rodri Giggs, how are you mate? That then? Right. So good in the hood Literally just like Georgia get home and you chill out and you and you just like boom the, the, the heat gets you and you foot not fall asleep oh yeah that's what happened to me before did i just wake you up texting you i have no 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 no, no, just, no there we go. so uh mate it's been a goals galore in the premier league this week um lots of controversial decisions lots of gold some cracking goals um transfer window closes tonight as well your brother's trial uh, finished. Um, what else has happened? This just all sorts. United play uh, Leicester this evening. We'll discuss a bit about that. I tell you what, we'll start with United because um, I want to talk about some other stuff this evening. So, first and foremost, it was important they followed up the Liverpool game with a win, most importantly, and also a decent performance. What did you make of them on the weekend? Uh, not great, but you know the, the, these performers you've got to dig in, and which they haven't been doing of late. So seven, seven defeats away from home. So yeah, any any win at the minute away from home, just you know, bit of grit, not much quality, but you know the goal was quality, I suppose. Um, it was a very good goal. Yeah, it was a good goal. So it's this sporadic. Uh, 
what's the word, the sporadic, sporadic um, times when they're, 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 they're decent. But yeah, um, still a long way to go. But yeah, two wins, you can't argue. Especially Liverpool, Southampton, which could be difficult. Chelsea have seen that in the week. So not easy, any Premier League game, especially uh, Southampton so far to travel for, for, for United. So yeah, great result. Yeah, 1-0, 1-0, mate, is the, probably the best result. It was for me, anyway, when I was playing and when I was managing. If you're 1-0 away from home, you know, you dug it out, you've got a goal, and then you just dug out and got a result. So, yeah, the good result there. All round, I think it's a good result because Southampton's been pretty good this year. Um, yeah. You know, they've shown again that in the midweek. But also, Obviously, you mentioned the away record United for United. It was important to break that kind of bad run. But also, I think um, Martinez and Varane and Dalot and and um, the other guy, the new guy on the left, it was in, they were frustrated. You could see the frustration that they didn't get a clean sheet against Liverpool. So I think to follow up the first two games with terrible performances, then beat Liverpool, and then follow that up with a nice clean sheet and a 1-0 victory. Good goal, great stuff. You can't do much more than that. I find it interesting that Casemiro's not in the starting lineup again this evening. And also Ronaldo is in the squad, but he's uh, he's on the bench. I think Ronaldo stays now. Like yeah. 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 I think it's too late, isn't it? Really mean, like, they're gonna have like about an hour after mm-hmm. the game. So yeah. Yeah. He won't be uh, there, mate. He won't be there. Which is going to be fascinating to watch because one thing United do need, the Minks, obviously they brought in Anthony this week, um, which I think is a good sign-in. They've got a lot of those quite quite good, sort of speedy young wingers. They've now got a left-footed one. But they haven't got an out-and-out goal scorer if, unless they kept Ronaldo. But then you also can't see quite how Ronaldo is going to fit into the way they're going to play. But he's on well, the bench. He's, he's, he's going to have to, or, you know, he'll be sat on the bench a lot. So there's motivation for him, you know. You can still call you one, but you're gonna sit on the bench. Yeah, I mean, so it's. I still think he'll play a massive part. I told you at the start, you know. Uh, I was joking, even though this is little cat, this in Cardiff, Ronaldo ain't going anywhere. I, I believe that. I did believe it. I did, not that the Cardiff bit. I was winding you up, but mm. uh, yeah, I, I still I believe that. I thought, where else is he gonna go? You know, these these, these people just. They don't, it doesn't drag on and stuff like that. It'll probably come out and, and say that he was never going to leave. And that's, that's what, that's managers, that's what anyway. the manager, that's what's been touted all summer. It's only press stuff that he, even he come out and said it was five stories right out of 100. Mm. So we'll have to wait and see. He's not, not helped himself, but, you know. But he, right. But here's my thing with that. If he, if he genuinely didn't want to leave, he could have put it to bed straight away. The first time it came out, he could have come out and said, I want to stay at United, I want to finish my career at United, blah, blah, blah. He could have put it to bed, and he didn't. And I think, ultimately, if, uh, um, I don't know, like a Bayern Munich or a, maybe a Dortmund, anyone in the Champions League, like a big club, could come in and wanted him, the Chelsea maybe, they probably would have sold, you know, he would have gone. But, no, but what it, what it tells what it tells me, you know, I've, it's the first time I've watched the team. Like I said, I've World Cup, so um, it's exactly the same team. So he's sending a clear message. You know, you you you, yeah. you perform, you win, you stay in the team. Yeah, it's very clear. Well, how easy would it be? Everybody and their dog wants to see Casemiro start. Yeah, but exactly. Scott McTominay is, dog, hasn't really done, done anything done wrong. Very well, he doesn't want to drop him. So he's sending a clear message. Clear message. Uh, and that, that's that can only be good. It's if you're playing, you've got the shirt. If you win, you keep it. Simple. Mm. And you know what? I think Ten Hag has done very well in the in this, particularly in this. It's been quite a traumatic few weeks for him. Protests, Ronaldo leaving, not leaving, trying to get signings in. Two terrible results at the start of the season. What he has done is he's shown that just because Ronaldo is Ronaldo does not mean that he's definitely going to play. Like no, he's shown, if he, you know, he'll sit on the bench. They have that. They have that about them. Then the Dutch people, don't they? They have that arrogant, arrogancy or that 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 kind of mentality. Um, so yeah, he's, he's he, he 
he's come for a rocky stage and he's, he's coming through it. Yes, there's a long way to go there, but it's all, it's all experience and good experience for him because you can learn from it. Mm. So anything you can learn from and you can make, you get yourself better it is a good thing, especially at, at Manchester United because it, it needs to happen pretty quickly or you're just going to be under pressure and you don't need that. You need him to, to get his feet under under the table and hit the ground running. Yes, they had a bad start, but you know Liverpool beating Liverpool is, is massive for him. At Old Trafford, it's a good a good night, good performance, and that just sets him up because no one no one expected it, and he's a uh, the, the team he's picked, he's left them three out, and that's continued now. So, like I said, it sends a clear message to the team, the players who play. You play, we win. You keep this shirt. It's very simple. It's very very. It's very clear that, hmm. and yeah, yes, so, you, you might have to change teams if you pick up an injury or pick up a knock, but you just play replace him by one. He's not going to be one of them that's going to change it five, six, five or six people unless he, he really, really has to. Uh, Anthony's come in. I think it's fair to say they've probably paid over the odds for him, but what you're buying is you're buying someone who's yeah, everyone, played a lot of first team football and. He's young. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't look at price tags anymore. No, really, I really don't. Pointless. Uh, you know, United have got money; they're desperate. So Ajax have just, you know, didn't want to sell him. So they've they've got all the cards, and United have overpaid. Chelsea have just overplayed for a young player. In my opinion, he's not worth seventy odd million pound. No. Uh, Newcastle just bought someone for sixty million pound. Yeah, it's uh, mental. So, yeah, uh, Richarlison. Uh, it's sixty million pound the bench, so yeah. Um, what's this interesting? Just I just look at it. I think they can afford it. It'll be all right. They just put well, it, it. With, 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 with like two or three weeks with the, with the messing about that they did. They earned two hundred fifty million quid on the stock market with the shares mm. going up. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's um, when you deal with Manchester United, you deal with big, big money. Big, big money, big, you know. big, Yeah, they can. I mean, really big money. They they they, they get in a lot of money from everywhere. Even the shirt sales from the new signings will make loads. Uh, shirt sponsors, shirt sponsors for the training ground, warm up yeah. kits. They rinse it, mate. Free away. Yeah, they they, they get they get paid. And um, got question: the, the royalties, the players. Uh, United have got two keepers on the bench tonight. They got okay. Heaton, and they've got that youngster Kovar. Why? doesn't make any sense to me like they've obviously got that ganache on the bench who's a youngster they've got two defenders they've got casemiro they've got fred they've got van der beek ronaldo ganache but they've got two keepers on the bench doesn't make any sense is anthony too too quick the monday obviously he has to be signed on no, signed on no he, he was uh he missed the deadline he did by uh, i think his work permit didn't come in time but Unless that Kovar has got like a, a brother or a namesake who's a, or an outfield player. The only Kovar I know they got is a goalkeeper. He was on loan at Cheltenham, I think, last year. But I don't know. It's a weird one, that is, because obviously there's, um, you know, there's the, that um, Hannibal. There's, you know, there's a few Hannibal, other young... Hannibal's gone to Birmingham. Months long. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, you not see the, you not see the, the, the thing, the, the uh, Silence of the Lambs thing? No, I haven't seen it. No. Uh, so it, it's a it's thingy going into the the cells, you know, Jodie Foster, the sound yeah, of the yeah. lambs, and then she gets to the end, and Hannibal's stuck in a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, um, sorry, I got confused. I thought Heath Chong went to Birmingham, and I thought Hannibal was going somewhere else for like twenty million. Someone, I must no, have Hannibal's gone on loan to Birmingham for a month. For yeah, I was. I don't think they'll sell Hannibal. Um, I think Heath Chong might get sold. But, yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe they looks just like, wanted to... It looks like Garner's on his way out. That, you know, that could see that as a mistake. But Well, here's the thing, right? He had he did have a cracking season for Nottingham Forest last year in the Championship. He did. He was outstanding, one of their best players. But, that one, that doesn't make him good enough to play for a club the size of Manchester United. But he does probably deserve a choice, chance. However, I think it's telling when you look at the amount of money that Forrest have thrown around in the summer that they didn't come back in for him. So there's got to be a reason. They obviously felt they could attract better. 
whether they have or they haven't is up well, for debate. Actually, but um, it's probably not that they're probably well suited to, to to assess him, and they they might think you know he's just not ready. He might yeah. he's too early. Championships a different animal than the Premiership, so he might just need another year or two years. You just you just never know. But I've not really seen much of him play to be honest. I saw a few games of him last year. He looked, he, he did look decent. He looked one of the better midfielders in the championship. But that doesn't mean that you're ready to play for a top no. four, top whatever six no. club in the Premier League. Everton, you know, historically like to take United youth players, don't they? Like Dan Gibson and um, a few others over the years, and they took Schneidel in, and you know they do take United players. Sometimes it's worked out for him. Sometimes it hasn't. Phil Neville's been there as well. Phil Neville, yeah. They, you know, they've look. He might go on, and they might end up buying him back in five years' time. Who knows? But if they've got anything about them, these new people in charge, they'll have a sell-on clause and they'll have a buyback clause, or at least a, a clause which gives them first refusal when Everton sell him, just in case. But yeah. who knows? Who knows, mate? Um, the quick prediction for tonight's game: three-one uh, United. Expect them to win when you the way they they seem to be getting a bit of steam. Mm, not expect Leicester them, but you know, if they perform the way they've been performing, then yeah, they should win. So I look at the bench and I look, I look at it. You know, if they get a couple of goals in front, they've got you know Casemiro, they got Fred, they got Maguire, they got Lindelof, they got a good, uh, good group of players who they can bring in to shore it up, control the game. However, if they need a goal. Or two, they've got Ronaldo, Van de Beek still not convinced by, and then they've got the youngster um, Ganacho, who is another one. Like Ganacho and Hannibal play regularly for their international countries, but they and can't quite seem to get in the United team. I know Ganacho's like eighteen and he, but be um, big season for them. They can learn off Ronaldo. He's obviously, well, you know, he had a good season last season. They won the FA Youth Cup. He played very, very well in the final. Scored yes, two goals, and so um, he'll get his chance. Um, like you say, if they're two or three nil up, it's a perfect opportunity to put him on. Could. So we just got. I don't think it will. Right, I think they're. I think they're trying to develop. That me or you? Yeah, it was me. My the ad on the paper article. I had right, so so yeah, he'll get he'll get his chance, but he's got to be right. Yeah. And I think um, it'll be interesting because, you know, when they come to the EFL Cup, the Europa League, they've got suddenly, and we talked about this in the back of, you know, at the end of last season, start of this season, we talked about over the years, you look at Man City, you look at Liverpool, they've all got two players per, or certainly Man City, they've got two players per position. Suddenly, mate, United have got two players per position except for a, an out-and-out striker. Now, I'm not saying all of those players are you know, 100% good enough, but you've got the keeper they've signed, that Dubravka, they've got Heaton and De Gea. They've got Shaw and the new boy. They've got Dalla and Wan-Bissaka. They've got Lindelof, um, Maguire, Varane, Martinez. They've got uh, Eriksen, McTominay, Fred and Casemiro. They've got Bruno Fernandes. They've got you know, Rashford, Martial, Anthony, Sancho, plus the younger players. You know, they've um, not saying all of those two players for each position are perhaps, you know, who they'd like to have there. They maybe you'd like to move a couple of them out, but they have yeah, got people. What it, what it, yeah, what it is, mate, we live in the world where people want, you know, yes. instant. It's exactly just, that. it's just, it's, it's impossible to do that because it's a big job, big, big job. And you don't want to be like Nottingham Forest bringing 20 people, 19 people in. Well, look at the so, difficulties Cardiff are having, mate, because they've brought in so many players. They're, you know, one game is excellent, next game is terrible. One game, because they can't all gel together you, because there's so many really of them. That. So, you, so you've got players in that the manager really, really knows. Malassia, okay, he didn't play for him, but he's obviously seen a lot of them because he's in Dutch football. Um, Martinez, he knows all about. Ericsson, he knows about, all about. Anthony, he knows about. So there's four players he knows all about. Casemiro, I'm pretty sure he knows I'm, I'm, I'm a lot about him. And what, who's the other one? Anthony, Casemiro, Ericsson, Dubravka, uh, 
Martinez and the left back. Yeah, so that's, that's it. All so and they're all quality signings so far. So it's just the process, and you just got you can't do it all at once. It may take you um, three summer windows. So that's you know well, this this summer, this this winter and next summer and probably win summer after that. But we'll shut the way to see. What they have done, mate, is first and foremost, I think they've addressed the issue with Luke Shaw. They've addressed the issue with Maguire. They've addressed the holding midfielder issue and they've addressed the left-footed attacker issue. They've needed to do that for a couple of seasons. He's come in and done it. They've spent the cash. Well, regardless of what you think of the Glazers, they have just spent whatever it is, 200 million in one summer. So, you know, it is what it is. Now, the the interview I saw with Ten Hag yesterday, or the clip I saw, tells me that it's very likely they're probably going to pick up at least one in the January window because he basically said he'd like more, but he hasn't got the time to get them over the line. And I think probably part of that is because they got a game today because I do think they would have liked to get that fullback from Barcelona, uh, Dest, but they couldn't get Wan-Bissaka out in time to do so. Because they were never gonna, they were never gonna let Wambasaka go if they didn't get someone in first. So they just run out of time, I think. But it'll be interesting, mate. Um, question then: What do you make of Liverpool so far this season? Very, very up and down. Like I thought they were terrible against United. Then they went destroyed Bournemouth and Scott Parker got sacked, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yesterday, well, Fulham, I thought they were poor. Fulham, Fulham played played well against them. Um, yeah. Who else was it? Was it Palace? Yeah, uh, yeah, they played Palace, didn't they? And they struggled. Um, um, and so, but then the Bournemouth others kicked into gear, and then um, last night they got away with it. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were really poor yesterday night. Yeah, they got um, away with it. I don't know how you can have ninety eight minutes in five minutes. Yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Because yeah. Newcastle wasted a lot of time in the second half, like a lot of time. But you, as football fans, we want consistency, don't we? So if we're saying when teams waste time, we're going to add the time on, it's got to be 97, 98 minutes every game. It cannot then on Saturday be a similar thing, but it's 93 minutes. It's, but, it's know, infuriating. But yeah, it's but you know, you gotta give credit to him. They kept going. Yeah, 100%. They got rid of the last kick of the game and won in the game. So Newcastle must have been good. Um I'd be so yeah. impressed with Newcastle, mate. Really, really yeah. impressed. Newcastle, Fulham, um, Arsenal. Yeah, all all been very, very uh, Brighton to a certain extent, even though they got beat. Um yeah, been good. But Talking about um, United addressed the issues that they've had. Do you know what? Fulham have addressed a massive issue which they've had every time they've got promoted to the Premier League the last couple of times is they've barely won a game before Christmas. So they've addressed that this year. They've strengthened in the right places and they've picked up like eight points in their first five games. They're seventh in the league. That will give them so much confidence. But if you look back, they were heavily rooted in the bottom three by now. Yeah, every time they get promoted, so that's a, gives them a bit of confidence. It's, it? all, it's all it's all about the start. If you get a good start, <clears throat> especially if you're in a, um, uh, a team that's just been promoted, your percentage of staying up goes up massively. Uh, and Fulham really, really impressed me against Liverpool. They, they weren't they were good value for that for that result. And um, Mitrovic is a big plus from scoring because last time we come up, he didn't really, didn't really help him out. But this year, he scored a, a few goals and that's what they need. They need a centre-forward who can rely on and score goals. Uh, and then the support cast around them, which they've got, seems to have this year. Yeah, they've signed um, Will Ian on a free. Um, good experienced footballer. Um, and they were also signed... Uh, United, but he did, you know, OK, didn't work out, but he's looked decent for them. I've I've always I always um, thought he was capable of playing Premier League football. I just wasn't sure it was a you know he's not a United player, yeah. Yeah, but do, do you know who I thought um, could have been a really good signing for like a, a Palace, particularly or like a Newcastle or was um, Ander Herrera from uh, yeah. 
PSG. Yeah. He'd yeah. be really good Premier League signing for a Villa or something like that. But um, I think he went to Spain somewhere on a free. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Fofana, mate, eighty million. Oh, before that, before that, I want to talk about Scott Parker. Scott Parker sacked after losing nine nil. Um, and I know, you know, the the instinct is for everyone to say if you cannot lose a game of Premier League football nine nil, you've got to go. However, Southampton manager lost two games nine nil. And a game four or five nil around that time, and he's still their manager. And they are what? Where are they in the league? Eight. I didn't. I didn't. didn't I don't think uh, Ralph Hasenthal went up, uh, after the games and, and basically said his board hasn't backed him. But that's just part of the game, isn't it? Like no, the manager no, wants signings. I, and... I know, but you know, you basically as well as basically saying the players that you've got are not good enough and should be getting beat nine 0 when that's not really the case. Because you know, we see championship sides or uh, in cup games sometimes beat Premier League side shouldn't be getting beat nine 0 Shouldn't happen. of course you shouldn't. And I uh, I saw like a friend of the channel, Andy Campbell, made a point online on Sunday. He said. At some point, those players have got to take responsibility and just shut up shop. Whether it's at five, at six, whatever, you have to take responsibility. You put eleven men behind the ball and you make sure that it doesn't get any more embarrassing. You know, five nil is bad enough, isn't it? But they just kept going. You got you got I, to question yourself when it's four or five nil. As the manager thought, you know what? I'm going to let this get run up and, and sit and you know prove the point that we need players. Yeah, you don't, like, don't know if, if that's his thought process. I hope it's, I hope it's not. So like Scott Park, and I probably think it's not, but yes, he doesn't come across as that type of guy. But no, it is a he game, isn't it? Between the, the owners, between the owners and the managers, it's a game of like, I need players. They're saying, oh, we've only got this certain amount of money, and it's you know, it's it's like a, it's like a game of chicken, isn't it? To see who's gonna, who's gonna give in, but. Yeah. Look, Scott Parker got him up. Scott Parker left Fulham to go there. And I just think, look, we all know there's no loyalty in football. Loyalty's dead. Live for the rewards. But um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like it, i got to say. But like you say, he did. He went to town on the players. He blamed the players. He Maybe the players went to the owners and, you know, said, nah, he's lost the dressing room. And, that, you know, once the manager's lost the dressing room, is you don't really see him coming back from that. Um, so maybe that was the case. But on paper, from the outside, I was a bit disappointed to see the knee-jerk reaction. But like you say, when you challenge a boss in public like that, probably only going to go one way. Um, very, very quickly, did you see the story about Ronaldo and Varane and someone else going to Ralph Raniak last season? to basically have a moan about saying Harry Maguire should be dropped and whatnot. It was in The Athletic, I think it was. Did you see that story? I see it, but so many stories. You just don't know I don't think that's unusual, though, mate. I've got to be honest. I don't think that's like their senior players being around, like won everything in the game. They haven't done it in like <coughs> press. They haven't done it in front of the whole squad. They've gone to the manager and said, look, He's not, you know, this guy's letting us down. I, yeah, I don't think it's as problematic as people make out. I gotta say, no, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not a problem if they really believe it. But I, I find it hard how something like that will get off. Well, I think. Um, how can I put this? Like, I think there was like everyone has kind of assumed that the leaks are coming from the likes of Luke Shaw, Jesse Lingard, people like this. Um, some of the stories which have got out about Harry Maguire over the last year relating to United, it's hard for me to believe that they're not coming from his camp in some way, because otherwise, how else would they get out? Like his possibly. spat with Ronaldo and stuff like that. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Because it's like a popularity contest, isn't it? In if it, the agents, if you're going to a popularity contest with Ronaldo, you're going to lose, aren't you? Well, exactly, and that's what I mean. So he's is is his. I don't think he's that stupid, mate. But yeah. is his agent trying to put these stories in the papers and whatever to try and yeah, you know paint no, a picture? I no, no I, I don't know. I don't think so. Just, don't think so. They're gonna have to get on with it, mate, because they're in the same squad until January at least. Yeah. Well, Either one of them. 
sat together on the bench. Just sit on the other end of the bench, it'd be all right. Um, right, uh, I had loads of questions and a couple of emails yesterday as well asking uh, for um, your view on uh, your brother's trial and that obviously it's been it just fell through and looks like it's going to be next year before they do it again um, the one thing I was going to ask you though first and foremost why do you think they'll, they'll do it again? I don't know I do not think they'll do it again but the judge said it'll be next year at the earliest me, I think that's it, it's done yeah, they'll find out next week. Yeah, same here. I just don't think they'll. I don't think it'll be cost effective for the prosecution to go through all that again. Just, I just don't. Do I think it's fair? No. Do I think it's right? Probably not. Um, but it is what it is. And if anyone wondered why we said we weren't going to talk about it at all till afterwards. Have a look where Gary Neville's going to be going next week. He's got to see the Attorney General. And he literally, all he tweeted, didn't he tweet something like, um, he just tweeted liar or something like that? And um, so everyone assumed he was talking about... I, I, don't, I don't know what he posted, what did he post? So I think, so I saw a photo and it was just a one-word tweet saying liar. I don't know if it was a real photo, but um, he says, or his, his statement said, that it was absolutely like crystal clear. It was nothing to do with Ryan's case. It was to do with um, what did he say it was to do with? I'll find out that now. Um, but he was adamant the post. I was referring to the Glazers um, and their kind of ownership. It was he was adamant that that's what it was directed at. But everyone jumped on, you know, like social media is jumped on board because it was the day or over the couple of days where this lady had given evidence. But that's precisely the reason why we said we weren't going to talk about it in, you know, during the trial. Because, but yeah, so you don't reckon they'll go back to it, mate? No. Um, and on a lighter note, uh, what did you make of the poetry? How would you mark that out of 10? Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm only playing. Um, yeah, mm. is where it's. We've all we've all done things for love. No, well. you know what, mate. Everyone, if 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 if, if you if someone troll for your phone, you've been in a relationship for six years. I'm pretty sure everyone you'd find some embarrassing, some shit. You would. Shit, but you know, this shouldn't have got to it. This it shouldn't have even gone to court. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's um, look. I, in some ways, I find it really sad to see the way his, you know, stuff has gone for him. Because as a kid, like he was, um, he was my he, my idol growing up, mate. Like left-footed Wales winger, played for United. Like I thought he was just uh, the idol. Uh, he was my idol. Like, but uh, unfortunately, things have gone a certain way for him. He's and look what he did to you was well documented and I think anyone who can do that to anyone but let alone their own brother is you've got to have a certain um personality or whatever and it's uh, it's unfortunate that it's going to be a blotch his off the field behaviours is going to be a blotch on his legacy as a footballer what are you going to do? you live you, you got to at the end of the day it make you live with your your actions, don't you, or whatever? What's I can't think of the right words, you but can't, you, you can't keep doing stuff. Uh, yeah, you just can't. You know, there's a certain time you need to grow up. Yeah, basically, just grow up and not think about yourself and think about other people. But you know, hopefully, that penny will drop soon. Yeah, one day. But like, it's like what you say to your kids, isn't it? If like you got to, you have to take responsibility for your, your actions. You yeah. say that to your kids, don't you? And yeah. I say that to I mean, my kids. And... and you know, he'll be he'll be mortified. He'll be dying inside of all this shit because he's a private person and he won't want all this shit. Pretty guarantee, guarantee if it was someone else, he'd be taking the piss out of this. So, mm. um, yeah, not good. But what can you do? Karma. Um... People <clears throat> knocking on my door. Uh, oh, mate! Constant emails. Literally knocking at my door. Fuck off. Get away from me. 
I just don't know. Like, what do they want you to say? Like, you know, I just don't get it. Like, uh, like they, don't, I, they, don't, they don't just stick the knife in. They don't say, yeah, he's a prick, he's this, he's that. It's not going to happen. It's just, you know, no. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, do you think, so it, look, if it, uh, we both kind of agree that we don't think it's going to end up going back into court. Do you think there's a way back for him in a football point of view as a manager? Mm, yeah, someone will take. A, someone it, will yeah, take a. Yeah, because it's not, it, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's got it's basically been thrown out of court, or we can't decide. So it's not guilty, but it's not not guilty. So it's a weird one, isn't it? Really, but you know, um, winners usually get second chances because people like to win. Yeah, uh, but as a coach and a manager, you know, listen, don't get. I, I'm, believe this totally if it weren't for him i don't think wales would be in the position of being now with all the young players that they bloodied in and robert page is reaping the awards now but that's his mistake the mistakes he's made by handing it to someone else because of the mistakes he's made so it's no one else's fault but himself so but you know without him the wales i, I really do believe that because the amount of young players that he blooded the amount of experienced players he had to get rid of um yeah, it was a process, and and it just pity you can't see it out. Yeah, and at the end of the day, but he's never been to a, a World Cup or an European Championship, and that still remains the case. Yeah, it's um, it's one of them things as well. It's like some club somewhere will 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 take you know will take a, a risk or a punt. Yeah, they may, will. May even have to go abroad. I don't know. I don't know. I because like the way I look at it is like look at you had Lee Hughes. Um, killed someone, got convicted of it in a hit and like a drink driving thing. Came back and played football after he did his prison. Um, it was the other one, Luke McCormack killed a family driving drunk late at night. Came back and played football. We're talking about football. people who are killing people, here. exactly. Like, so if they can I'm come back, about. but that's it's what I mean. They've taken my point is if they can, if they if football clubs are willing to take a risk on someone who's done something like that. Then someone who has not even got a guilty on this incident, of course they're going to take. And someone, by the way, who's a proven winner at the, you know, the highest level. Then of course they're going to take a, you know, take a yeah, punt on him or give him a chance. Go, just what it does. You're just going to have to go about the hard way. He's not going to get, you know, what yeah. he would have got if he if he done well. Wales stayed with Wales, done well at World Cup, and then another year at Wales, and then you know he's got some good groundwork. He's got some good results got a good CV to look at and then you can go on from there and now it's just put it's put a spam in the way so but of his own doing so yes um right moving back to the football we've answered that question because <laughs> people were asking and we said we would discuss um Aston Villa made a couple of good sign-ins they've signed that um Den Donker from Wolves for 13 million I think that's a, a good sign-in he's 27 so he's still you know got a good few years left in him I think he's someone who will, who they need in midfield. Bit of physicality, but also you know pretty good technically. Belgian international, um, and they also signed uh, Ben Bednarik from Southampton on loan as cover for Douglas Costa. Steven Gerrard is being very clever, I think, in the transfer window. In the the players he's brought in since he's come to Villa. He's got a good mix of experience and, and youth and potential. It's not quite going to plan currently in terms of results, but I think I don't think they'll be in the relegation zone come Christmas, I've got to be honest. Who's this? Villa and Steven Gerrard. Villa in trouble, mate. Villa, Villa in trouble. They've um, got City next as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be difficult. I just think the the players that he signed, uh, such a good mix of youth and potential and experience, and we've seen what he can do as a manager. I just think there'll be three worse teams than them come the end of the season. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, think you know, look, they're having a terrible time. No, I don't but, think you sack a person like Stephen Jared after what after the start of that. But you know, it, it's not good. You keep on losing, you eventually will lose his job. Uh, yeah, but it looks, problem, but looks like the way he was speaking last night, you know, defensively they're just switching off in the key areas and they're, they're getting punished for it. So, a lot of work to training on the training ground and and 
just keep plugging away and hopefully like I said these players get it because you keep on giving them the same message and they don't listen so if that's a problem it's a big problem because you get that you get that non-league football and you've got to reiterate and tell them again and tell them again but it takes you months with these Premier League players you'd think it'd take weeks yeah so uh, but you know, I have to keep plugging away, keep sending the message out, and hopefully they get it. If they don't, he's down the road. That's it, mate. Well, they lost their first game of the season to Bournemouth, but then since then they beat Everton. They lost to Palace. I think Palace have had a great start to the season. They beat Bolton four-one in the cup. Um, they lost one-nil to West Ham. Probably should have won that. And then they lost to Arsenal. So I mean, you know. Some difficult games there. They've got Man City next, then Leicester away, and then Southampton at home. So, I mean, they could... Obviously, the Man City game, you almost got to write off. But, I mean, you never Is know. Is that Man City as well? It's at Villa. Oh, well, there you go. Then you've got a draw. Half a And then if they could beat... You know, if they can get a result against Leicester and Southampton by the end of September, that it's a good month, mate. Two, two wins out of three when you're playing Man City yeah, in one of the games. Two wins, mate, in the back, the, the back in it, but it needs to do it quickly, you know. Yes, they do. Get out of the way, um, weekend, and then see what happens. Sounds like he signed that Den Donker to try and I don't protect know why the defense. I had them on me the Super Six yesterday to win. I don't. I looked at <laughs> I looked at it last night and thought, what the fuck did I do that for? Yeah. So I did it. There's... I did it. I did it like three or four days ago, and I thought, so oh, Villa might get a result. I was thinking, what? What a knob. Well, I've been doing it like straight after the you know the current week finishes. Yeah, so I've I just been doing it, and yeah. um, doesn't always work well, mind. But yeah. I tell you what, mate, the uh, the championship as ever is just so cutthroat, right? Anyone can beat anyone. Um, you've got a couple of teams at the top, as usual, who are kind of setting their stall out. But even that, like. Uh, at the top of the league, you've got Sheffield United, Norwich, who were bottom of the league after a couple of games, are now second because they've won four on the bounce. Um, Burnley are going well. Blackburn, Watford, Reading, all going well. Bristol, even Sunderland. Up there. But, like, it's so close from, like, what, 11th up to 1st. There's three points between those teams. And I just... Uh, it's such an interesting league to watch because you just anyone can beat anyone on the day. Um, Cardiff needed to sign a striker. They've been linked with Theo Walcott today. Cardiff have as a last minute signing, but what they need they need someone who's got a bit of experience to to score some goals up front. And whilst on paper, I saw some people saying, you know, Theo Walcott ticks the boxes, he's pacey, blah, blah, blah. I actually don't think that's the type of striker they need. They need someone who can hold the ball up to allow the midfield to run off them. So someone like Jordan Hugel or someone like that would be better, in my opinion. But do you think that Theo Walcott would be a good sign-in for Cardiff on loan? Or do you think he's probably done? How old is Theo Walcott? 33. Hasn't played a minute of football for Southampton. This year, yeah, it's a 50 50 one, mate. If he comes in and I've got the right attitude, it'd be, it'd be a benefit, but yeah, it's a 50 50 one. There's a reason he hasn't played a minute of football, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Delhi Ali, do you see his the clips of his debut at Best Bashistas? Interesting yeah. that he suddenly was able to um turn it on a bit, looked like a footballer oh, again. I'd leave it a few a weeks, yeah. He's only done a one good run, yeah. But that's more than he's done in the last five years. Yeah, but you know, he's starting, he's probably full of confidence, starting new 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 slate, clean clean slate, a new club, good atmosphere oh. by the sounds of it. And nice weather. Yeah, he's, he's a good player in there, we know that. He just needs to you know work harder by the by the sounds of it. Work harder and cheat stop cheating yourself. Mm. He you can't go like, from uh, what you can't go from nearly an hundred million pound player to literally getting loaned out anywhere you go. No, but do you think what's the like? Where would you put the standard of the Turkish league in comparison to the like the English system? Do you think championship level? No, no, no. I'd say the the 
better than you know some of them, the Champions League, Galatasaray, Fenerbahce. These are big, massive clubs. These are they? Are they though? Are they like? Uh, what I'm asking you, is the are they? Um, like, how do they do the Champions League? Well, they do all right, don't they? Yeah, I'd say lower Premier League. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. Maybe look, I I hope from a just a humane point of view, I suppose I hope he can go and recreate, re rediscover his career and come back the old Daly Ali because I used to. When he first signed for Spurs, I loved watching him because he had come from MK Dons. Everyone thought he was going to have to wait a few years for his chance. And he just come in, started like a house on fire. And it was great to see. Um, but judging by that documentary that Mourinho done with Amazon, it looked like he had a bit of a... Maybe believed his own hype a little bit. I don't know. Or Yeah, 100%. I know, I know there's a, th- a trade of thinking from some people that they think that Mourinho kind of broke him and ruined him a bit by trying to make him defensive. He, and... What he's saying, he was 100% right. He just not took it on board. Simple as that. Simple as that. Do you think, not saying this particularly for Deli Ali, but do you think there's some players in, out there who, no matter what, they won't listen to who the manager is, no matter what that manager's done in the game, because no, they, just, they think they, they know better? Listen. It's not they don't listen, they're comfortable. They see the bank balance, the house, the car, the driving. And, you know, it's like the old boxing stuff. It's hard to get out at three in the morning when you sleep in silk sheets. It's, yeah, it's, some some people lose that hunger. You know, um, yeah. It's literally just living on one win or where other people... Soon as one game's finished, that's out of the mind. It's on to the next. Mm. Where some people are not like that, unfortunately, They're mentally weak and just get comfortable. Start doing uh, um, ads, getting money in, getting attention, playing for England, and this and that. A few bad games, you know, you get dropped. A few nights out in the week, or on the bench, forget, let's go out. It's a snowball effect. And that's what you're seeing with Deli Ali right now. Mm. Um, couple of sign-ins. Uh, Mitzi Batsoi, who used to play for Chelsea, signed for Forest, um, which is an interesting one. But I'm not sure he's going to do much for Forest. I don't know. But you never know. Um, Liverpool are looking to loan Juventus midfielder Arthur Mello. They need something, I think, in the middle of the park. I've thought, actually, this season, Henderson and what's the other one? Uh, James Milner, they look old this year. They look like their legs have gone a little bit. And- they can't, he, he, can't, he, he can't really play them together because it shows more, and that's what he's had to do recently. And, yeah, it shows. Yeah, they've got like, Nabi, uh, Nabi Kaitas out in here and a couple of the others. Yeah. Um, who are the Fabinho, legs? Fabinho's not the most mobile as well. Yeah. So when he's in there, they just don't look as mobile. And uh, Chelsea have had a bid, according to. Yeah, uh, are they? Yeah. Who scored? I don't know. I'm watching it now. Live with Rodri Giggs. Oh, uh, Mathis. I don't know. Sancho. Ah, he's in my fantasy league team. Excellent. Sancho. He's in mine as well. Ha <laughs> ha. He's having a good season this year. Um, so, yeah, and Chelsea have had a, a bid accepted, supposedly, for Aubameyang. Uh, £12 million plus the Alonso. I think that's a good signing for them. Who's that? They Who's need that Chelsea. Chelsea and Aubameyang. Yeah, very good signing. Very good. He's Premier, Premier League proven. You know all about him. Plus, the manager knows about him. Knows how to get goals out of him because he scored many goals from in the past. They need a, st- a vocal point striker. Absolute no-brainer. Wants to get out of there. His jaw's just been broken. His, his house has been ransacked. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Back to London where it's safe on the streets. Safe <laughs> <laughs> on the streets. Jesus. But yeah, mate, traumatic, isn't it? For footballers, like, oh, just remember, Gaz sent in a question. He said, what do you make of the Pogba brothers going at it on, uh, well, Matthias Pogba accusing Paul Pogba of all sorts of wild shit 
And then Paul Pogba's agent and manager is kind well, of... like burying a fucking goat under Old Trafford. Yeah, what did he say? Um, he got a witch doctor to curse... Yeah. Uh, oh, who was it? First of all, uh, it'd be impossible to do that, especially mm. at Old Trafford, because there's people at Old Trafford, there's security, there's, you know, how are you going to get a goat and how are you going to actually dig up Old Trafford? You daft. You yeah, it's in there every day. But then what about, like, um, you were saying, oh, Paul Pogba's reported these people are trying to extort him and uh, people yeah, who he grew up with. It's a, it's a bizarre one, mate. Obviously, you don't know what I'm reading into it. He's just not looked after his mates. Yeah. No. And then, apparently, they I can't, uh, they kind of took him somewhere and um, he recognised his brother as one of the people involved. And I was like, Jesus. Like... Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. It's messy, it's not good, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know, it's sad really as well. But it is, yeah, yeah. They seem so close. Like when when they played against each other, when when yeah. was the United, they don't they, they seem very close. But yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. Not what he would have wanted to start off his Juventus second stint. No, no, definitely not. Um, I'm assuming you don't think United are going to sign anyone now tonight. Uh, very much doubt it. Doubt it. Very much doubt it. I, th- I actually think they're going to have an hour left, mate. They're going to have an hour left. Yeah, they could do, but he, he, he's he's the kind of manager that wants the right people in. So you know, a rush job. Mm, no. Yeah, unless they've already been working on it. Yeah, no. but. I don't see it. I think. Um, uh, I think. What they've got away? Would... What, 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 what they've got away? They've got to play September, October. Well, they two, two and a half months. The window's open, so I think they'll be all right. Yeah, and uh, the other thing, I think they would. If Ronaldo had left, I actually think they would have gone after Aubameyang. I think yeah. he would have been a probably possible. Yeah. Especially for like what, like 15, 12, 20 million is no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fofana to Chelsea for 80 million, whatever it was, is wild, that isn't it? It is, but you know, he, he's he's only 22 and you know, people are overpaying at the minute. Mm. Less Would you rather pay? Didn't want to sell. People who don't want to sell, they can ask that money. Yeah. If Would you rather sign? Pay? Fafana for 70 or 80 or whatever it was, or Maguire. Fafana. Fafana. Interesting. I don't think there's a great deal in it, mind. I've got to say, maybe the the age. No, there's not a great deal in it, but one of them's as quick as McGrath and one of them's not. Yeah, one of them's a French international. and Yeah, I, I get it. And he's young as well, isn't he, Fafana? Like he's got potential to grow as a player. Harry and... Maguire is, needs to be in a defensive solid um, and not at the halfway line pressing team. So at Leicester, when they're under pressure, and, and, it, and then he's gone to United and they play a totally different way. He's, and to be fair, he did well the first year, year and a half. To be to be fair to him, it's only the last year or so he's gone to pot. But the way that Ten Hag plays, it's difficult to see Maguire yeah, exactly. working exactly, yeah. in that system, isn't it? Do you think yeah. there's a way back for him? No. no. Unless they even with injuries, I don't think that I think well, when you way at, back, someone gets injured, he comes in and does a job. But like I said, just said to you, he's gonna get exposed. That system doesn't the way they want to play doesn't suit Harry Maguire, like you just said. And I think if Lindelof's fit, Lindelof's kind of the one I think who will fit that way of playing better than Maguire. As a backup, you know, obviously they're hoping that Varane can can get a full season out of him because if they can get the majority of the games with Varane and Martinez, I think they'll be confident of winning more games than they lose. And it was interesting. I read a story saying that um, when uh, Ten Hag came in, he asked, he put Varane on a 
on like a fitness regime to bulk him up. And then Varane was, I think, was a bit, you know, like I don't need to sort of thing, but he did it. He's bulked up a bit and he's obviously started the season very well. So I wonder, again, if Varane continues to stay fit, that's only going to solidify his relationship with the manager because the manager has asked him to do something and he's not been sure of it. And no, come I've, said before, I've said this before, mate. every top side has got a partnership sent half. Yes. Uh, every top team has had a partnership, a good partnership. And so, yeah, if Ram keeps on playing well, keep on getting clean sheets, obviously Martinez is in the play because that's he's just brought in, paid 60 million quid for. So the hype thing is just ridiculous. I've told you this before. Yeah, it's um, he, got, he goes on about Shea Adams and you look at the stats, it was five out of five duels that he won against him. It's just ridiculous. They just, they just don't do their own works on these talks about pundits. Um, Terrible but, recently. But no, yeah, no, Malassia's come in and, and done well. Any way back for Luke Shaw? No, no. You no. think he's done? See, because yeah. the last time Luke Shaw had a resurgence at United was when he had competition, whenever he hasn't had competition is when his standards have slipped. Yeah. However, oh, I, don't, I, I think... don't see any of them coming back. Maguire, um, Maguire, Ronaldo, or well, possibly Ronaldo because he can get goals. But Shaw and Maguire, no bench. How many Malassi, goals are Ronaldo scored far, this year? Far, to, far, far better, far more intense in people's faces. Um, yeah, tenacious, up and down. Don't see him moving at all. How many goals do you reckon Ronaldo gets for United this season? Assuming he stays 15, there the whole season. 15. Yeah, I can see that. Like, he'll take the penalties when he earns free kicks and stuff. Although, arguably, I'd have Ericsson on free kicks yeah. over Ronaldo. Yeah. Well, he is when he's not playing, so... What he needs to do is knock a few in, doesn't he? Uh, before yeah. Ronaldo's back in the side, yeah. But, um, I know watching at the moment. How are United yeah, playing at this moment in time? Defending, to defend uh, yeah, doing all right. Well, I'd say they're winning one now, so doing all right. I would still like to see um Casemiro in there, but I do admire, I, I also I quite admire Ten Hag for being strong and not just slotting him straight in. No, and almost yeah, I, making him wait. It's, it's sending a clear message. Listen, I want to stick you in, but team's been winning, and I'm going to keep with that. If you, if someone gets injured, you come in. That's how it's going to be. It's clear message, mate. It's clear message to everyone. There's no mucky, murky water. Everything's clear. We win games. You stay in the team. And also, Ronaldo and Maguire not being in the team sends a similar message to everyone as well, doesn't it? Don't care um, who it is. You don't play well, you don't play. Be interesting if if De Gea was to make another mistake, if they bring in this new keeper now. You know, straight it was so next that's, game. It's all, it's all hypothetical, isn't it? it depending yeah. on what kind of mistake. But then I don't know. I'm, De Gea, I still think is the best goalkeeper they've got by far. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, that was a rare occurrence. Like you don't, you've never seen him do that before. So it's just one of them things, I think. Yes, it's yeah, interesting. Let's have a look at the fixtures for the weekend to uh, to just kind of finish us off. Um, so what have we got? Friday, West Brom, Burnley. That's a nice one. International break soon, I think, as well. Um, so Everton, Liverpool on the weekends, twelve thirty. Any uh, Everton going to get anything from that? Yeah, they could do. That's that good, isn't it? So. Couple of extra away from home, but it's derby. You never know. You never know. Everton need a result, though. Get a result there. I'll say that would give Frank Lampard and his team a lot of confidence. So, um, big game. You couldn't really say Liverpool were winning because they've not really done well away from home. So, we'll have to wait and see. Um, one game I'm looking forward to on Saturday Newcastle versus Crystal Palace. I think that'll be a cracking game. Yeah, but it's at Newcastle, though, isn't it? So yes, I still fancy Newcastle there because they played, they started well, even though they got beat last night. They played well. Yeah, they were lucky with the second goal. Uh, this they had a second goal disallowed by yeah. VAR, didn't they? And it yeah, 
was very, very. Uh, he looks decent though, either, but even though he, they say seventy-five percent chance of playing, so I've looked for the reason why there's seventy-five chance of him playing because he's in the fantasy team. Dead leg. <laughs> dead leg. Who missed the game through a dead leg? That's not going to happen. So yeah, I've kept him in. Yeah, he, he looks decent though, doesn't he? Um, yeah. United against, Arsenal against Sunday. sixty million quid. So yeah. You know, Not that they're, you know, I'm sure Newcastle are the shorter cash mind, isn't it? No, I'm just talking about the Anthony one. It's only another 20 million more quid, so. No. Yeah. Um, Anthony's an interesting one because. Um, he's, tw- he's young, he's, he's potential, he's exciting. He's a United player. So yeah, people, he people are excited about it. People, you need people at Old Trafford to get people off the seats. That's always been the case since I've been going in 99, early 1991, 92. So. Um, yeah, more people got a get big, seats. Got a big Portuguese, sort of Latin, Brazilian yeah. feel in the yeah. side, yeah. isn't it? Good. Casemiro, obviously, Fred, Casemiro, Fred, Ronaldo, uh, Fernandez, uh, this kid, Anthony, just come in, uh, Dalot. So, there's a few. Yeah, going to be going to be interesting. So Man United, Arsenal, Arsenal have obviously started the season exceptionally well. Yeah, it's gonna be a good big game, that especially if we win tonight. So, but I expect to win at home, uh, even though they've started well. I still think we can give them a good run for the money. Be interesting, won't it? Because yeah, it will be interesting. They were in for the good game, similar that. players. Good game. Yeah, it'll be a good game because they both will be going for it. So it should be a good game, that. Yeah, because I think United have got a pretty good record against Arsenal overall in recent times. But Arsenal will have a point to prove, I think, as well. Like, they've had a good start to the season. If they can go to Old Trafford and, you know, get a good win or a good performance, and it'll make a point to to people who think they're going to drop off. So, uh, that'll be a very, very interesting... uh, What's your prediction, then, score-wise, for that one? Oh... um... 2-1 2-1 United. I'm going to go 2-0 for that one. I think a score draw. Um, Tottenham-Fulham, another one which I'm quite interested by. I think that'll be a good game. Uh, who, do you, who do you think is collecting that? Is that Tottenham? Uh, oh, well, I like Fulham at the minute, but uh, Tottenham at home, probably Tottenham. Tottenham didn't look as good yesterday or Tuesday as they have done in the last few weeks, I've got to say. Um, didn't quite look as threatening and dominant. So that'll be interesting. Not in a West forest. Ham, West Ham's a good team, though. West, yeah. yeah. Uh, not in a forest versus Bournemouth. Must win for Bournemouth this early on. Must win for both teams. Both need a win. Yeah, Forest have been a bit up and down. Bournemouth been dreadful. So... Could there be an interesting one? Uh, Villa, Man City, anyway, Villa can get anything from that? They could do. They difficult, could do, though, but, yeah, difficult. Like, um, Haaland just looks an animal, doesn't he? He's like a, just got everything. And um, I'm so glad he's my captain in my fantasy football because, like, he scored something like 40 points the other day. Yeah. Just, he is... Um, he looks like he's going to score about 40 goals in the Premier League this year if he stays fit. Because it seems like when he plays the sort of teams that they're going to, you know, stick a few on, he, he like Van Nistelrooy before him, mate, um, he's, they, against those teams, they clack those goals, don't they? they get braced, they get three, they get four. They love those games, that type of striker. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, he's uh, he's a good player, and uh, I like him a lot. Um, Cardiff Millwall, mate. Give me a prediction, and then we'll leave it there. Two nil at Cardiff. Millwall. Two nil oh, uh, Millwall. Two nil Millwall. I'll go for a one nil. Um, as always, mate. It's a pleasure, and uh, enjoy talking a bit of football with you and stuff. Um, we're going to wrap it up there so we can watch the rest of the foosball. Um, but uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, we're get, starting to get closer and closer to the World Cup as well. So we'll start turning our attention towards that each week. Once, what I'll do is I'll work out a certain amount of weeks before it starts. And then we'll start looking at a couple of 
teams each week or whatever and have right. a good delve into it at the end of each show but um <clears throat> i'll work it out so it kind of corresponds to finish the week before but uh yeah maybe do, maybe do maybe do a thing with it with the, the viewers and all that so we all pick a team like, yeah, like sweep a number yeah yes, no we pick is. a number and then that's your team for the world cup Behind that number, it's more. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a have a think and sort it out. And yeah, well, and, uh, have a prize for the winner, innit? Yeah. Sweet prize for the winner, prize for the worst team as well. Got to have a prize yeah. for the worst team. Hey, prize for the winner, Ace Podcast Nation T-shirt. Yes, mug, hoodie, mug, mug yeah, all sorts. Rodri gigs and football T-shirts coming soon. Yeah, just got to get the uh, designs okay by the man himself. Sweet. Right. Nice one. See you later. Cheers, Bye, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.